0: Hello, and welcome to the download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and this is the first in a while this is where we're almost labeling this an emergency podcast, although we never like to do that. Things happen, and you know announcements come out and we we don't want to overreact to them. We do want to react and get you information uh, that helps you make good investment decisions. So when we get a big economic report, we turn to the hardest working economist in Canada, although a little difficult this morning to to, to justify that label, um, you're in Palm Springs, Eric. That's uh, You look uh, a
1: little relaxed for a hardworking economist. Well, let the record show we're recording this at 8 a.m. Palm Springs time, and I've been up for hours, Dave, parsing inflation numbers and so on. So I, I'll, I'll hang on to that mantle, but you're, you're right. This is about as close to a junket as I get in a year. You
0: see, I, I knew it. No one can touch you, and you're just about to walk up on stage and give a big speech, uh, and you've, you've made a couple of minutes for us. So let's get right to it. Um, Inflation reports out uh, the, the last two days in the US, producer numbers yesterday, the consumer number this morning, and it's the consumer number that sort of set everyone a tizzy this morning, what happened and what does this do with your view?
1: Right. Okay. So the, uh, the U.S. CPI for for September came out, and indeed it was higher than people expected, including us. And it was it was too high. It's it, you know the monthly rate is is running too hot. Now let the record show the overall inflation print was up 0.2, which is actually pretty tame. The overall year over year change actually slid from 8.3 percent to 8.2. So you know we had some things that were going our way. However. Core inflation has been where the focus has been now for a while and the breadth of inflation. And so people feel like they've got sort of a handle on gas prices and a handle on some of the bigger, meatier things that we're doing, the big driving. But the concern is just all those little things that are really spinning right now and, and looking for evidence of that turning. I think we've talked before about how we're just waiting on the breadth to turn. A lot of the other things happen, the breadth hasn't. Unfortunately, that breadth of inflation didn't turn in September. So the core measure was still hot. It was up 0.6% on the month. People thought, including us, that it would be more like a 0.4. Uh, the year-over-year number then actually went up and of down from 6.3 to 6.6, still less than the 8-point the something that the overall inflation report is, 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 is reporting, but nevertheless, uh, up, not down. And so that's where the concern lies. Uh, it, it's a genuine concern because, of course, that's the thing that hasn't behave. That's the thing that's forcing the Fed to raise rates. And indeed, I think as we look forward to November, early November, the next rate decision, it does look like a 75 basis point hike might now be necessary. We hoped maybe 50 would be enough. But without a lot of cooperation here, they're probably going to have to work a, a little bit harder. I will say, and this is maybe silver lining stuff, but I will say, as you mentioned, Dave, the producer price index, also for September, came out yesterday. Uh, its core measure was actually pretty tame. It was up 0.3. So I wouldn't say 0.3 is soft. 0.3 is like pretty good in the context of the last few years. And in theory, producer prices bleed their way into consumer prices. So I, I'll, I'll take that to be sure. Uh, I will say that core goods within this Consumer price index, core goods were actually uh, down on the month. Uh, and so we weren't getting the sort of pressure that we we often would get from that source. It was, I guess, by process of elimination, core services that were quite hot. And so like medical care costs went up quite a bit. Housing costs were actually the one that, that's captured the most attention and maybe did the the biggest driving. And so, you know, cost of rent still going up. And of course, rent is a funny a funny one in the sense that even as housing markets start to cool with mortgage rates going up, maybe rent doesn't immediately reverse at the same rates if people who own the house are, are facing these higher costs. But Uh, On on that front, I should say when we look at and we've been tracking this for several months, when we look at measures of rent inflation in the US, we see lots of reports of it starting to turn. So it's not visible in this particular report, but beneath the surface, uh, there is some reversal that might be starting to happen that maybe shows up in future months. So I'm, I'm walking away saying inflation is still clearly a problem. We haven't gotten the kind of reversal in core that we were hoping we would get in the month of September. The theoretical underpinnings, Dave, are still mostly there. Keep in mind, like of the four big things we think have been driving inflation, all four big things have turned. Monetary stimulus is gone. Fiscal stimulus is largely gone. Supply chain problems are improving a lot. The commodity shock X natural gas uh, has eased quite a bit. Uh, and so I still think it makes sense to expect inflation to get less high. And strictly speaking, it did, at least in terms of headline CPI, if only just barely. Uh, but September didn't help our cause quite as much, I think, as many of us had hoped. And so we've got to wait a little longer for some of those things to come through. And in the meantime, the Fed has to work a little bit harder. Unfortunately, that's being reflected, I think, pretty amply in markets right now.
0: So so the, the, the inflation car has been uh, driving along uh, in Palm Springs for uh, for a few miles. Uh, if we lift up the hood, we see signs that things are cooling down, but the Fed is touching the hood, uh, and the hood with the, uh, the engine heat and the sun bearing down on it, maybe it's even a black car, they touch the hood, it feels hot, and that's what's really what markets are focusing on, and, and the Fed is going to react to that heat on the hood, uh, and, and it, it means they're, they're likely going to do
1: more as opposed to less. That's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, we all should have driven electric cars, maybe, Dave. Then we wouldn't be overheating. I'm sure there are other angles to this anecdote, but but yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. There's there's still signs of overheating, uh, and so that's the issue. I'm not convinced it can last all that long from a from a fifth perspective. I've presented those four drivers before, the fifth being just the economy itself, and so here we are with an economy that's wobbling. I think the U.S. is holding up better than most, but an economy that is is wobbling, and we still think recession is is more likely than not, and that's not super fun when it comes to the economy itself or to earnings in the short run and so on, but that, that definitely helps the cause in terms of pulling inflation down. We can already see companies saying that, you know, they, they, they are enjoying much less pricing power than they had not that long ago. Like things are turning. It's a little frustrating it's not showing up in the raw figures, but uh, I'm still confident that we are going to see that happen. Well well and, and this this is this is the big thing
0: um is you know ultimately inflation expectations are one of the most important factors in in figuring out where inflation is going to be down the road and those inflation
1: expectations have been easing for a while now yeah, they're pretty well behaved. That's right. Yeah, people are not off. People are not behaving in a way that suggests they're budgeting for inflation to be high forever. And that, that's a good thing because that helps to prevent inflation from being high forever. Yep, yeah, that's, that's true in terms of what people are saying they're doing in, with regard to spending and pulling forward or deferring purchases. Uh, it, it's equally true in terms of what we see businesses now saying in terms of their CapEx plans and so on. And of course, all of this is short term economically painful, but long term quite helpful in terms of preventing inflation from becoming you know, unmoored, essentially.
0: And, and, and so just just very quickly does does what we what came out this morning yesterday the jobs report last week um, does, does that does that change your uh, your view of the chance of recession so the, the, the chance of a recession has increased based on on, on this most recent reporting that we've seen
1: yeah, I think I think that's fair. I mean, you, you, you've thrown a bit of a spanner into the works by mentioning the job numbers last week, which of course were very strong. We're just getting numbers all yeah, over yeah, the yeah. place, but, but 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 nevertheless, yes, I, I think on the net uh, we, we could say recession was quite likely beforehand. It's even more likely. We had been throwing around seventy-five percent chance. I think the number needs to be higher. Don't, don't don't pin me down on an eighty versus eighty-five or something, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but but so, so, you know something, something in that realm probably makes sense it, it it's hard to fathom the economy avoiding that kind of fate when when you know the market now prices a peak fed funds rate of 4.9%. That's uh that's a long way from 0. 0.125 where we were at the start of this year.
0: Uh, okay, well, thanks uh thanks Eric for uh, for hopping on quickly. I I would say go go back to bed and get some rest before your big speech, but I know you won't. I know you'll be digging in numbers and 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 working like you always are. Thanks uh thanks as always. Yeah, thanks so much, Dave. Bye, everyone. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.